everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the world's, this is the universe's only Dragon Ball improv comedy watch along podcast thingy. And we're bringing it to you right now in 2021. Happy New Year. Okay. Now that we got that done, let's get right into it because we got, we got, we got Dragon Ball Z to talk about. Um, and that's what this show is all about. If you are new, it's a, it's it's a watch along podcast. We do a little improv. We talk about Dragon Ball. Boom! There you go. That's the long and short of it. Now we've got segments. Okay, we're we're having you into a party. It's the first party of the new year, and uh, we didn't clean up enough before we invited you over. So now we have to do uh, what we like to call Kame housekeeping. And the first order of business, the first piece of Kame housekeeping, is the UN sanctioned. World famous one minute roundup whip sound. Happy New Year, horse kiss. Happy New Year, kiss. Mm, thank you. Oh, those big horse lips. They're hey, no nibbling. I'm, Ow. I'm, I know I have a carrot like nose. And you know, I'm trying to cut. You know, I'm trying to cut back on carrots. Uh-huh. It's my resolution for 2021. Oh, that's, I mean, okay, I'll keep that in mind. We The, <laughs> carrot, the carrot budget was kind of high last year. Um, as long as you'll help me keep my resolution, which is start a bakery. Oh, Interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. You you really want to start a bakery? You're sounding real incredulous about oh, my dream, my hopes and dreams. I'm, I'm ti- just I'm tired of cattle rustling. I well the gangster I lifestyle. Mean, and you think cattle rustling's done with you? <laughs> Wait. Wait, horse, what are you saying? Oh, I'm just saying. That you made a contract signed in blood. We we did make a blood pact. That you would rustle up cattle mm-hmm. and ride me until I died. And I'm still here. <laughs> and I want to be ridden in this new year. You know what? Why don't you? It's It's just the beginning of the new year. Why don't you just have one? Carrot. I got a nice, big, the freshest and biggest one I could find. Here what did I say? I'm just. Hoof, hoof I thought hit, you. Hoof I mean, hit carrot. Hoof hit carrot. I mean, this could. Hoof hit carrot. This is gonna be. Let's just say this will be your last carrot. Wink. Wait a minute. I think you know what. N- nay. I mean, you said it nay. yourself. Until You're you die. To, you're finally going to free me. Oh, that's oh, you what this? Yeah. See. <laughs> oh, new listeners, old old heads, we're back. And that that is a Western uh improv scene. And we do that to warm up or or to loosen or to tighten our improv muscles for the various improv scenes that we may encounter during the, the duration of the show. How do I, I'm just I'm just sitting here thinking how anyone can get past this? 
I don't know, dude. I mean, we do it to ourselves. We don't have to do this. No. <laughs> but I can't. But again, much like that horse and that man, we signed a blood contract. We signed a blood pact. Until one of us dies. We made, we made a contract with the improv devil, and we cannot we cannot give it up. We can't. Plus, uh, it's fun. Come on. Yeah, it's fun. And that's why that's that's the other part of why we do it. It's fun. Um, and that leads us into the one minute roundup proper, where one of us wait, I'm this just in. The Kame House Party the Kame House Party boys aren't doing their own one minute roundup. In twenty twenty one, someone Someone has decided to do a one-minute roundup for them. This is from Master Researcher Nick, and we'll get to the majority of his letter at the end of the show. Uh, But the first line, in all caps, was, Please play my one-minute roundup on the next episode. Start 2021 off right. Three exclamation points. Um, Please don't yell at us. (laughs) And, And yes, we will. I will say... The time code on the recording is a minute and six seconds, so we'll we'll see. We'll I see mean, what that yeah, is? Yeah, we'll see if the, I, I'm hoping it's six seconds of uh, of timer going off. But Aaron, <laughs> we'll find out after you roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> In this world are seven mystical orbs known as Dragon Balls. Whosoever collects these orbs may have any wish their heart desires, and the person who has repeatedly done so time and time again is Goku. A little monkey boy who became a big monkey man. Throughout most of his life, Goku has always sought to reach new heights of strength. And the heights couldn't get much higher when he found out he was one of the last members of an alien warrior race, the Saiyans. After a fierce battle with the Saiyan Prince Vegeta, Goku was forced to recover in the hospital, leaving his son Gohan and his two best friends Bulma and Krillin with the task of heading off to planet Namek in order to restore both their fallen friends and Earth's Dragon Balls themselves. However, with the tyrannical Lord Freeze on the planet, holding five Dragon Balls to our hero's none, and the ever-unpredictable Vegeta on Namek as well, can Gohan and company hold out for six more days until Goku arrives? All right, all right, hold on. <laughs> hold on here, I got... What are you... Is Nick trying to take our jobs? <laughs> he got the backing he, track in there. Ah, oh. he! Oh, I hope we don't get popped in in this in this <laughs> yeah, fun in this new, new world we live in. About to get tillist over here. I I, I rescind my statement that the roundup <clears throat> itself was under a minute. Uh, and yeah, what a perfect way to get into twenty twenty one. Um, if if I may say, Vince, uh, if you oh, any yes. if any if any of you out there think. Hey, I can, I can, I can put some Dragon Ball music uh, against my one minute roundup. I can, I can send that in. I can add sound effects. I, uh, let's competition now. Oh yes, I look. You're all rivals in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only one of you is going to come out the winner of this tournament. This is the Tenkaichi Roundup Akai. Yeah. <laughs> Roundup yeah, if if you want to submit your own one minute roundup, you don't have to. We but we love it, and we'd love it if you did. Um, you can do so by sending it to kamehousepartypod at gmail.com. Nick, again, thank you very much for that, uh, and thank you for sparing me the uh, ugh, the trouble of having to do it. Oh my gosh, I know. 
That means the next week, if we don't get a new one, I'm going to have to go after that. Who will balance the scales? Who will save Vince from having to be embarrassed by other people's work? (laughs) Find out next time on Kame House Party. But what you won't have to wait till next time is for us to finish the current Kame Housekeeping section where I get into the second and final piece of Kame Housekeeping where I tell you, the listener, that Aaron and I watched two different versions of the show. I watched the English dubbed version while Aaron watches the Japanese language English subtitled version. We did it a long time ago. It's a big thing and it's important to us. Tradition, tradition. Okay. And um, usually the first thing that is different between our two episodes is the title. Now, I've been going first for DBZ. This will continue in 2021. So here we go with the title for episode 49 of Dragon Ball Z. The Prince Fights back. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's with, true. With music, baby. I don't, is that a, Wait, was that what? a Prince impression? Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I was thinking other musical artists that we don't talk about. No, no, no. I only want to talk about the the the, the yeah. Prince of Pop. Kiss. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a Prince. I was thinking of the King of Pop. Mm, as mm, I thought mm. he were doing, but yeah, Prince, of course. It, 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 from his. A hit song. Kiss? Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to go Chappelle show <laughs> with the voice. That's what threw me off. Oh, I, th- I should have. That would have been the path of least resistance. But, but, but look, we've analyzed this joke <laughs> enough. It was good. But is it as good as this title, which is the Japanese title roughly translated for episode 49 of Dragon Ball Z, which states... Dodoria dies by explosion. <laughs> Vegeta's fearsome shockwave. Uh, uh, <laughs> these titles are so long. <laughs> and they're too descriptive. You literally didn't have to watch the episode. Full skip on to the next. Full skip on this episode <laughs> after reading that title. We, I mean, there's uh, a nice, there's a big revelation at the end. There is a big revelation at the end. Well, let's, uh, yeah, that, what a title. What a what title. A title. Can you read it one more time? I want to hear it. <clears throat> Dodoria dies by explosion. Vegeta's fearsome shockwave. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's so much. It's describing five seconds of the episode. Uh, I, I just imagine the, the, the actor playing Dodoria walking in the studio. Like, this is a sweet gig. Everyone, you know, everyone who's on Dragon Ball works for a while. <laughs> and then the script gets slid to him. What the fuck is this? Dodoria dies? It's like, this is my first time meeting an MC and I die? <laughs> yeah, what a, a wild ride. Don't take your seatbelts off yet, everybody, because there's still the show we have to talk about. <laughs> And we're going to get into it right now. We're going to start talking about episode 49 of Dragon Ball Z. I mean, we get the recap. Dodoria has been blinded by the light. It looks like he's not able to find Krillin, Gohan, and Dende, who is yet to be named properly in the show. Uh, but Eddie and Dodoria is like flying away, being angry at them for being insolent fools and that he's going to kill them and he will find them. And to cast a wide net, he decides to blow up the series of islands where he thinks Krillin and Gohan are hiding and has assumed that he's taken them out. 
Yep. Yeah, uh, no scouter. So he's like, eh, this will solve it. <laughs> Which is fair. That's a fair assumption. It's very extreme. I was, again, I think because I had, uh, we skipped watching, we haven't watched an episode in a few weeks. So I was like, oh yeah, that that is what Dragon Ball does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't find something. I'm just going to blow it up. Yeah, that'll be fine. I mean, it's a sound strategy that some prince should have used on Earth if he was being mm-hmm. serious about things. I agree, but we cannot go back in time unless we can either get in the <laughs> either get in the time time machine that Bulma eventually builds the uh, time room from the from Kami's lookout. There's so many ways to go back in time. Yeah, I don't know why any of us were surprised by trucks, <laughs> considering considering how the 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 foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Which I will also, there is foreshadowing in this episode that I want to talk about, but it's towards the end. So hold on. There's there's a carrot at the end of this stick. Okay, okay. So the boys escape by flying. We come to realize that Dende can also fly. And oh my God, his little arms flapping as he's trying to, you know, get, you know maintain altitude. In it's his very cute. Big sleeves, like a little baby. <sighs> Get out of here, Baby Yoda. I need Baby Dende. Ooh, Aaron, you've you've hit the nail on the head. Uh, Grogu is based on Dende. <laughs> both both have powers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Check. Both are green. There we go. Check. I know Yoda came before the Namekians in, in the, in the if we're going by copyright <laughs> years. <laughs> We're going by copyright law, which we are all we are all held to the standard of. <laughs> but Dende definitely came before Grogu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John Favre definitely watches Dragon Ball. It's like that baby Piccolo. I love that guy. Yeah, I want to put baby Piccolo in my show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't. Disney, can you buy it real quick? <laughs> Disney's like anime. We don't want that. We'll make our own. That's so that's Sony's bag. Mm-hmm. I.e. Mm-hmm. them buying every streaming service. And seemingly doing nothing with it. Yeah, little baby Dende. He's he's the baby Yoda of this. Meme is meme is ass. Yeah, why aren't there Dende memes? Or maybe there are Dende memes. He need I think he needs to drink some soup, and that'll really solidify it. Yeah, he needs to sit at a table while being yelled at by two housewives. A pick <laughs> a Krillin and a Gohan. And they're saying Dende. And he's like, no, Dende. Uh, that was we get look. They're not all winners, folks. You got, you got his chortle out of me. I got it. Somebody, somebody hit that hit somebody's ear, right? <laughs> so I think it's safe to assume because of this that just Onimekians can fly, right? I, I assume from a very early age. Yeah, yeah. I think it's safe to assume. I think in mind, Dende says, "Oh yeah, I can kind of fly. I, I'm just learning, though. I just kind of learned." Ah, because I was gonna say like just. Can Namekian babies just fly around, and how horrible is that? Oh, I don't even... Oh, no, no, no. Uh, something you terrible just play, came You don't want to play mind. with that? I don't want to play with a flying, floating baby <laughs> that could potentially fly out of their diaper and... Uh, oh, no. Well, the, the poop's not zero-G. That's that's what that's the problem. They're just leaving a little trail. <laughs> poop's got to come down somewhere, and they don't want it to be on my head. Look, what poop goes up must poop down. <laughs> Uh, true with Namekian babies, true with uh, Boeing 747s. Yeah. 
that's cross-stitched above the the door of every Namekian home. That's a very tr- that's a traditional baby shower gift. Crocheted by the village elder. Uh, Kami missed out on all these traditions. I know. He just had Namekian Christmas with Popo on Earth. <laughs> See our Christmas special from 2020 for more details. Promotion. Whoosh. And then, I mean, but then they're off. They're like, hey, let's go see Bulma. Uh, I, there was one line that kind of threw me off. Uh, Krillin says to Dende, come along with us. It's not like there's anything shady about us. Dude, yes. Krillin says uh, something along the lines of like, yeah, yeah, Krillin says, oh, yeah, why don't you come hang out with us? We're not any worse than those guys. I was like, wait, what? There's a better way you could have put it, bud. And then they got those big, dumb smiles on their face. If I was dead, I'd be like, hell no. No. I trust zero. At this point, I trust zero aliens, which you are. Technically, y'all are the aliens, not me. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I don't have a Dende voice. I'm sorry. Namekian majority. (laughs) The Namekian majority is here. We just did an exit. So (laughs) we're we're very isolationist. And our our leader, Porus Johnson. Uh, baby Krilla just needs to learn to talk to people. He seems to sometimes have a hard time with it. Man, that that does seem like a, a Master Roshi playbook. Hey, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> I'm not creepier than any other old man, mm. any other lecherous old fool. Yeah, I'll, I'll hold the door open for you, just so I can get a look. Why is he saying that out loud? <laughs> oh, no, she's hearing my thoughts. I didn't realize she was psychic. That's right. I know what men want. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany Haddash. Tiffany Haddash. Uh, Taraji, Tiff- P- Taraji P. Henson is my name. Wait, what's that, what's that big ass show on Fox? Power. Empire. And no. Empire. Power. Empire. Power, look, powers with, I, powers with 50 Cent. Taraji P. Henson of, of Empire fame. That's right. I'm Cookie in that show. Mm-hmm. And I can read minds in this movie remake reboot that I'm in. Well, I mean, okay, well, you can... I got it. Look, just tell me straight. I got a chance. No, but I think you're old and cute. So I'm going to give you a flash of this. Oh, an ankle. That's right. My you nose. Got to... <laughs> and I'm and it's blasting me off. Taraji P. Henson. Blast them off again. That's how powerful she is. <laughs> This show is not sponsored by Power or 50 Cent. And, and see. see. It's weird that they specifically say what the show's not sponsored by. Look, we got to make sure that nobody gets credited <laughs> unnecessarily. So you may think it's weird, audience. We think it's protected. <laughs> the fact that 50 Cent was like, they have to know I'm not associated with this and I will pay money to do it. That's right. <laughs> Curtis 50 Cent Jackson wants nothing to do with anime, but everything to do with video games. Mm-hmm. So why don't you purchase 50 Cent Blood in the Sand? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's very cheap. Available point. on PlayStation Now, I'm sure. I thought it was I thought it was Xbox only. Who knows? Who knows? But what we do know is that back at the capsule house in a cave, Bulma's taking a bath. She puts some note up. To, to ward off anyone. Bulma just locked the door. Quit being, quit being so extra. You, you, put your, you put a cartoon version of your face on this note. Bulma can doodle. Bulma <laughs> can flash. doodle. I mean, if you're making blueprints, I assume. I, yeah, if you're an architect, I'm assuming you could, you've got 
skills with a pencil. Yeah, architects out there, let us know if you can doodle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, on my mission, because I was a Mormon missionary, for those that don't know, um, one of my companions, uh, he was majoring in engineering before he came before he came out. And uh, I like I, if there's paper nearby, I'll in a in some sort of writing utensil, I'll doodle. I'm a doodlesman. I, I've been known to draw. Uh, and this dude was fascinated by it. Just could not understand how I could just draw, you know, absentmindedly and make something. To the point that one night before bed, he comes up to me, pencil and pad in hand, draws a line and goes, okay, what next? And I'm like, I don't know, man, just draw another line. And then this went on a couple times. He's like, what next? What next? And he ended up drawing this like geometric shape. I'm like, that's doodling. And he's like, no, I didn't do it right. Oh, man. Engineer, so so maybe engineers are so hard on themselves. It's kind of true. So so may so maybe you can't. Maybe architects can't. Maybe, but I, you know, one of the things I I do know that is possible is very casual interstellar calls between Bulma and her dad. She's using up all her international minutes. <laughs> she's, she's using those Roman miles. <laughs> those overages are going to be insane. I mean, they pro- look. They probably own. Verizon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're trying to capsulize 5G signals <laughs> for just such an occasion. If you if you are stranded and you need some 5G real quick, you pop a capsule, you've got local 5G mm-hmm. for about 20 minutes. I know. You can brainwash anyone then. Make anyone right. sterile. <laughs> I mean, it's a mundane situation. It's just Bulma finding out that Goku's on his way. Mm-hmm. But I have to know if they, they long con this call back. Because Dr. Brief goes on. He's like, uh, I, he's concerned about Goku. He's like, oh, I'm worried about Goku because he didn't want the speakers installed. Does he not listen to music and such? Yeah, I got, I got a cappuccino machine callback. Oh, man. That fake dramatic, like, oh, but there is one thing, Bulma, that I'm worried about. It might be a rough landing. Goku didn't want the cappuccino machine. Can you believe that? It's like, oh. Jesus. Uh, thank, thank you for delivering it more better than I did. It was a weak delivery and a weak, <laughs> a weak impression. <laughs> no! Why, if, well, Vince, why are you so hard on yourself today? What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> it's 2021. New year, new me. I'm, I'm breaking me down to build myself back up. <laughs> Come June, this show's really going to sink. <laughs> That's right. This is the beginning of Vince's training arc. I, I I didn't see the 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 fifty pound microphone you have to carry. <laughs> all my cords weigh a hundred pounds. Aaron took away all my pop filters, so I have to manually pop filter. The Demon Slayer breathing. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, sound breathing. <laughs> I'm trying to use the curse technique of words. Salmon fish row. Uh, also, uh, I've been reading Jujutsu Kaisen. It's very cool. I haven't. <laughs> Uh, we get a cut to Goku to see how he's actually doing without the cappuccino machine. He's eating a ton of food. He's calling a huge fridge full of food a, a light snack. About I mean, like, who? we get it. He's on the ship. We know what's going on. Yeah. Stop reminding me. Oh, he left the uh, gravity on. Oh, no. Yeah, he left the gravity on, crushes his bed, his old spring mattress. 
Yeah, hold on. Dr. Briefs, you were going to put a goddamn cappuccino machine in a spaceship, but you gave Goku a a hard spring mattress on a Target $5 frame? Look, we're in in competition with Casper and Lisa. All all the purple, all the the memory phone mattresses. Spring, baby. (laughs) I'm, I'm old school. Really, Dr. Briefs? Spring mattress? Here's, look, here's why I hate those mail-order memory foam mattresses. They don't remember shit. They, they're trying to squeeze in on the capsule game. Uh, sending mattresses in a tiny box? They're so, clo- they're so close to stealing our patents. I don't know, Dr. Briefs. I think that they're like probably pretty far away. You guys train really hard with your science stuff. Oh, this is Goku, by the way. Goku, what do you... You slept in the woods for years. What do you know? I know a lot about back support. Okay. Go on. So, Grandpa Gohan used to tell me the key to having a good, strong back is to sleep on a a hard surface. And that true martial artists sleep wherever they need to and always stretch. So their back is never the thing that makes them hurt. But then my grandpa died, and I don't know how. Look, then why are you complaining about this mattress, Goku? I don't want it. Then don't sleep on it. Wait, is that why you destroyed it? No. <laughs> Did you do this on purpose? No. Are we losing the thread of the scene? Well, how about this? Goku learned to lie. <laughs> That's a callback to a conversation we had before the podcast. Goku, goddammit. I'm a stinker. (laughs) See, and you'll never know what that conversation was. (laughs) Or if we'll leave this in or not. (laughs) I just, because I wanted to say, he's bringing a bunch of bananas into the bed. He's going to sleepy. Oh, yeah, it's gross. I've, no, they're, okay, let's lay the law down right now. Ooh. What foods are bedworthy? Bum, bum. Food court is now in session. Any, any drink, of course. <laughs> bedworthy foods. Mm-hmm. The plaintiff. <laughs> Beverages. Uh, we got to go through the rigmarole. No, we could just skip it after that part. <laughs> All rise. All, except for dough. Brad, you're not allowed in the bedroom. Crumbs. I mean, yes. I've probably eaten a sandwich in the bed, though, with a laptop open. You've eaten a sandwich in bed with a laptop open. I had to have. I I know in my youth, I would eat certain things in bed. I always hated it because I always got crumbs in my bed. So I have stopped. But if I'm eating something in bed, it might be like candy or... Yeah, I'll have a bottle of water near the bed. So water. Any any amouche bouche, any singular bite item. Right. Sure. Something that there will be no trash left behind by the time you're done. Hopefully including crumbs. So if I take a cookie into the bedroom, I'm eating that cookie and I'm leaving no trace. Mm-hmm. I'm using that whole cookie. You're taking a full Taraji P. Henson. <laughs> That's right. I've probably eaten cold cereal in the bed before because mm. the bowl is directly under my mouth okay right 
All right. I mean, breakfast in bed. Yeah, that's a thing. Nothing syrupy or sticky. No. God, no. You can't control it. You can't. No salsa and chips either. Mm. I'm pointing at... <laughs> if someone oh, are you hear. looking at something specific, someone specific? No. That might be near you? No. I'm talking about cats, of course, who love to eat chips and salsa <laughs> in bed. Vince, I don't know if you knew this, but I'm a, I'm a dirty boy. This is the, uh, the admission of guilt. This mm-hmm, is the reason mm-hmm. I brought it up, because I've done, I've done all the food crimes in bed. Probably. You're guilty of food crimes. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to put you on Judge Foodie. <laughs> Don't beat yourself over that one because I, I loved it. <laughs> I, I, could, I could sense you like looking I was down. about to come down hard on myself <laughs> at Judge Brown Rice. There we go. Now I feel better about oh, myself. I gave good. you two options. <laughs> very, yeah, very good. Very good. Always good to have alts in comedy. Gotta have an alt. Gotta have an alt. All right. Well, Let's get back to uh, Dodoria getting jumped by Vegeta. He's he's riding that wave. He's riding the highs of, well, they're all dead, and I can go back to, to Frieza, and, and things will be all right. And then, nope, on the way, bang, hit from the back by Vegeta. I mean, yeah, that's uh, uh, that's it. He gets, he gets jumped. Yeah. <laughs> they're about to fight. Vegeta's beat a real shit. <laughs> that's what I wrote down in my notes. Like, he's just, he's just, being an asshole to Dodoria. He he knows how this fight's going to turn out. Uh-huh. Even saying that he's going to kill Dodoria. I mean, I don't know if that happens. What? We'll no no one told us, no one gave us a heads up about it. But maybe we'll learn after this commercial. The title gave us a heads up is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Listeners, new and old. Listeners, new and old. And in between, you middle-aged listeners. Uh, Hello, thank you for listening. We hope you don't stop. That is our greatest dream, is that you never stop listening to the podcast. And our other greatest dream is that whatever app you're using to listen to this on, please rate and review us or give us a thumbs up or follow. Give us a follow if you're on Spotify. Whatever the app suggests you do to a podcast you like, please do that. Because, one, makes us feel good. Two, doesn't take that long to do, I don't think. Makes you feel good, and it doesn't take that long. <laughs> we're, li- we're like soup in bed. <laughs> we're like soup in bed. It doesn't take that long, and so I sing the song. Um, but do that, uh, and then we, we also know that a lot of you found the podcast just by because the app told you about us, or maybe you were looking for a Dragon Ball-specific podcast and we popped up. So so the more you do the follows and the subscribes and the rate ratings and reviews, uh, it helps other people find the show. This is my belief until someone tells me otherwise. <laughs> uh, so we're going to keep... So 2021, we're going to keep asking for those things. Uh, and also saying thank you. Thank you all for your support and all the follows that you've given. We, we just want the podcast to grow a little bit, and we need your help yeah. to do it. Please, podcast. Grow! Grow! We, we put you in the windowsill. I put salt in my shoes. Wait, what? Yeah, salt in my shoes, the Michael Jordan uh, 
children's book about how he wants to grow ta- taller and his dad's like all right well you want to grow taller practice hard and put salt in your shoes i i'm this is the first time i'm hearing that i was mapping plants but this is way more interesting it's, i mapped my childhood and now i'm i'm exposed <laughs> back to the show oh my gosh we're back we're back from the show uh Seemed like uh, 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 Mr. Vince was about to divulge too much about his personal life there in that commercial. But fear not. Distraction with uh, the aforementioned title. <laughs> Vegeta about to blow somebody up. Vegeta sort of dangles a scouter in front of Dodoria, who, who is desperate for one. Uh, Vegeta breaks it under his foot and then explains how he's special. And he doesn't need one because he learned a technique. And I'm I'm just wondering... Vegeta, you can keep the secret, you know. The, tactic, tactically speaking, they should think you still need scouters as well. I mean, I guess, but I think Vegeta's making the point that, like, I'm gonna kill this fool anyway. So anything I tell him without when he doesn't have a scouter on doesn't matter. I mean, that makes sense. You, you're right. But the, I, I think it's his villain, villainous tendencies are are shining through there because that's a when a villain thinks that they have. Uh, achieved certain victory, they divulged their entire plan. Mm-hmm. True. Yes. Yes. I mean, I was thinking it's just, it's saying pride, every little accomplishment he's got to brag about. That is true. That's the other, that's the other half of this coin. Are you a, are you a villain or are you a, a prideful <laughs> saying? Sometimes you're both. Um, well, that's a bad I, I mix. Wa- I do want to uh, give you the, the slam line that Vegeta uses mm. on Dodoria. Well, come on and slam, baby. Uh, Vegeta says, without your scouters, how will you find Frieza's backside to stick your noses in it? Oh, oh! wow. Vegeta They're t- with the yo Frieza joke. <laughs> wow. Your Frieza's so lost without his scouter. How lost is he? <laughs> he? He couldn't find his tail. <laughs> Have your freezes so fat? How fat is he? When he hangs around the spaceship, he really hangs around the spaceship. No, no, la- no audience laughter for me. Okay, good. There was genuine Vince laughter. <laughs> You forgot to do fake laughs. You were laughing too much. I was laughing too hard. Couldn't do fake laughs. Bravo to ever to the localization team on that one. Mm-hmm. Good. Ah, oh. <laughs> I can't top it. It's it's not only American as hell, but perfectly localized for the American audience to be like, wait, did he just say, oh yeah? <laughs> He's talking about brown nosing, baby. Mm-hmm. Also, I also leads into our theory, which we. We sort of skated by last time how it's just Freeze is just like Freeze is just a bad boss. He's just a bad trying to be cool boss. <laughs> yeah, Freeza wants all of his employees to like like him a lot. Oh, think no. he's real cool mm-hmm. by blowing up planets and being a jerk. <laughs> yeah, the coolest things you could be. I learned about this on Wall Street. <laughs> I was a stockbroker before I went independent. Yes, Lord Frieza, you told myself, Sarbon, and Dodoria all about this over a, ha- a re- over a required happy hour last week. That's right. All fun is required by Lord Frieza. And if you're not having fun, I'll simply destroy you. We often have meetings. 
that call the whole company that take a lot of logistics to pull off, honestly, especially since people are zooming in. Anyway, we, you just do it to, you call this meeting and then you say, open your mailboxes because you sent everyone who's working remotely the, these party hats. That's right. And we just have these weird 10-minute parties. Saba. Are you suggesting I mean, you, don't enjoy, you don't enjoy Lord Frieza's Thursday afternoon dance parties for morale boosting? Lord Frieza, I'm just saying that Thursday is sort of a busy day because a lot of people take half off on Friday. We know, if we can be honest. Sabat, are you suggesting that I, Lord Frieza, am not aware of my employees' PTO schedules? To, 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 to help my case... I, I'm just reaffirming that Fridays are kind of a wasted day in corp in the corporate world. So Thursday is sort of technically the, the last day that business really gets done. And that <laughs> the parties are sort of interruptions of that flow. <laughs> Zarba. You do require us to stay later at, on party days. Well, of course, Zarba. You're taking an hour and a half to dance. You'll need to make up that hour somewhere. You keep winning the dance competition, too. I don't know if morale's being boosted because... It's because no nobody one... else is participating but me, Lord Frieza! You also don't let any of us participate. I, tur- I, I mute you all. Mm. I turn off all your cameras. You say, I don't see anyone else dancing. Guess I'm the winner for the 36th time in a row. Well, Zarbon, please. No one can beat my tail, the whip. You play Willow Smith. I whip my hair back and forth. But whenever she says hair, you say tail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The entire song. Mm-hmm. I, I whip my tail back the and forth. The extended mix. The remix with Young G. Maybe a new event, Lord Frieza, would, would, would boost morale more, is all I'm suggesting, if, if I may. Zarbon. You are my most trusted advisor. You're putting your hand on my shoulder. And I've heard your pleas for a refreshed meeting schedule. You're pulling me in, chum-like. And fear not, for Lord Frieza, in all my greatness, has decided that there will now be three dance parties. Same day or spread out? Spread out throughout the week. Tuesday, mm-hmm. Wednesday, and we're moving the happy hour dance party to Friday at 6 p.m., an hour after you all get off of work, so you're not tempted to do any work while Lord Frieza dances for your amusement. I mean, dance Friday night is date night, uh, but I'm sure I can move. With who? That back? M- my partner. Oh, that one over there? Point, beam of light. You, Lord Frieza, did you just? Well, now, now you're only partners, Lord Frieza. So I'm business, or is this sexual harassment? Oh, what's that? Is that Sierra's level up playing? Time for Lord Frieza to dance. Level up. I guess so. Level up. Level up. Let's level see up. if I can do level some level up, level up, level up. Expense I don't reports see you dancing, while he's doing Zarbon. that. Level up, level up, level up, level up. I'm twerking. Level up, level up. That's de- I mean, up. that's definitely level sexual up. harassment. I'm twerking while I'm working. 
And seed. And seed. Wet Zarbon, no. Poor Zarbon. So beautiful. So tragic. This one was going to work out. That's what Zarbon always says. Well, the others, the you know the others were just flings. He was I young. Know. That was a younger Zarbon, and those partners were not right for Zarbon. He wasn't as self-assured. He didn't know himself yet. Mm-mm. Couldn't express what he liked and disliked. Just went along with it. Like, oh, oh, so, someone likes me. I, I guess I'll be whatever they want me to be. Oh, no, that's what he's doing to Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> Zarbon, so why are we creating this tragic backstory for Zarbon? Well, don't worry. We'll get back to the episode. We've been away for a little while. <laughs> I mean, the episode gets away from itself because it inserts a flashback from like two episodes ago. Oh, yeah. oh yes, 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 of course. There, there is. There are multiple flashbacks to other things we've seen recently. The hammer is dropped by Dodoria in the form of exposition, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to to stall Vegeta and possibly uh, barter for his freedom, Dodoria is like, "Hey, I know what really happened to that pl- to your home planet. Uh, the thing that Lord Frieza said that a meteorite had struck Planet Vegeta that was a lie, bro. Frieza did that. <laughs> Frieza did that. Don't you see it now, you dummy? There's a lot, but not a lot going on." In this, because, uh, yeah, Dodori is giving that info to try and save his his pink spiky skin. And and I think he I think he, he's thinking that like, oh, if I tell Vegeta this, he'll be so sad I can get away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then Vegeta goes in, I think, in a, a, a true power move by saying, I don't care about my planet or my family or my friends or my pets. <laughs> or that, or the the Fast and Furious poster on my wall. I'm just mad that you used me for all these years. I think, yeah, Vegeta's a Fast and Furious fan. I, I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got he got on board on the second film. <laughs> too fat, yeah. He's, he's a too fast, too. Never furious seen guy. the original. I don't want to. <laughs> I kind of know what happens, right? There's this Toretto guy. Ooh, Brooklyn Vegeta. What up? <laughs> My, hey, my Brooklyn cousin. Hey, it's me, Brooklyn Vegeta. I was on. I was in Brooklyn instead of being on Planet Vegeta. Hey, try trying to get me to watch the first Fast and Furious movie again. I see. I'm just saying. I know all the they they practically flash, but I assume. Ah, you're probably right. I gotta go scorch some bagels with my Saiyan energy. You work in your dad's bagel shop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd kill for a bagel. You've seen me do it too. Of course, Vegeta. I re- Who am I now? Uh, Na- Wait a minute. Removing the wig. Oh, Nappa. Nappa. Oh, Nappa don't know how to keep a costume together. <laughs> Nappa, Nappa, Nappa. Why the charade? Oh. To Vegeta, get close just... to me. We've, I've, we've been to family reunions together for years. But it just never felt the same. There's something about being a descendant of King Vegeta that, you know, I just, I wasn't a part of. And, and so that's why I got this, uh, this Vegeta wig. Mm-hmm. I, I totally got fresh. I didn't already have it. You, you're constantly wearing an apron with, with schmear on it. I, I, I re-schmear it every day. <laughs> so that when I call you, 
I look busy as a beaver mm-hmm. making bagels. Sometimes it's onion and chive. Other times it's locks. You you put a lot into it is what I'm saying. Well, I mean, I have what I have on hand, but the thing is, I, it, it always ends up falling off or revealing me somehow. And this time, you caught me. I moved to Brooklyn, but I'm not your cousin. This is a, oh boy, this is a real prince in the popper sort of switcheroo situation. Did I have a cousin from Brooklyn that you took the place of? No. Uh, all right. This was a very long con. Wait, from birth? I, from birth. I spent summers in Brooklyn as a kid. Well, those summers were with me as a kid. And the letters that Napa wrote me saying how much he missed me. And I never wrote back. Redirected mail. They were postmarked NAMIC. That must have been ex- unduly expensive. Hella expensive. Wait, my uncle. Wait, my uncle and aunt. Who are they? Sock puppets. I should have known. Honestly, I didn't think you. I thought you would pick it up, pick up on the sock puppets at some point. Look, we know I'm I'm I I'm a bit of a sociopath. I don't really register other people as being people sometimes. But Vegeta, none of that kept me from wanting to be your bestest friend in the entire world. No, the entire universe. Nappa, I feel betrayed, like when Frieza lied about the planet. Um, but I'm also, my, my cruel saying heart is swelled with pride that you, that you pulled off such a long con. Oh, shucks, Vegeta. I mean, just doing the thing a Saiyan would do. Elaborate costumes and... <laughs> Deceptive ruses. Spanning years. Spanning years, decades. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the wedding I went to. <laughs> Hired actors. <laughs> All from the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. Well, they need work. That's nice. That's nice of you. True, but whoops. True, but whoops. See, this is why lies were invented, so nobody had to go true but whoops. <laughs> Being prosecuted in front of Congress. <laughs> true but whoops. It's like, oh, then free to go. That's right. The congressional law, the, the DOJ has one clause. The true but oops. It's it's deep in there. Try, try it at your next arraignment. <laughs> <laughs> try it at your next Senate hearing. Dorian gets scared, runs off. I don't know if he does this in yours, but he's screaming, Lord. His last words are him <laughs> yes. screaming for Frieza's name. <laughs> Dodoria really going out like a punk. A true company man. <laughs> Dodoria, the ultimate salary man. Oh, he tried to dance on those dance parties. He thought <laughs> Frieza could see him this whole time. The beautiful thing is he never found out before he passed away that Lord Frieza never saw him dance. He just thinks he wasn't good enough. He kept going to YouTube. Dodoria was on TikTok for the last two months of his life trying to impress Lord Frieza. Oh, no. Trying to do the WAP dance. Why? why, What horrible lives that we're giving to these characters. It's the improv gods. It's It's not us. Also, they suck. Yeah, that's true. Fuck them. Yeah, Dodoria's a bad man. He was going to kill kids. He did kill one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, they suck. But yeah, and so it's fitting that he, Dodoria dies screaming for his Lord Frieza. And I think your title said it, Aaron, that it died by an explosion. So mm-hmm. 
Done deal. Checks out. Checks the boxes. Yeah, Chekhov's title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was fulfilled in the third act. I mean, this is essentially the end, but we get, well, two things. One, Vegeta to himself, after all this information is revealed, thinks, Frieza fears the bottomless potential of the Saiyans. Because that, that was sort of the reason he blew it up. He knew as a group. Mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. He knew together, ape strong. Get out of here, Caesar. <laughs> Get out of here. Don't come back. All right, James Franco. <laughs> thanks, thanks for causing the ape apocalypse, by the way. Big ups. And thank you, Caesar, for teaching my dad how to play the piano again. <laughs> did your dad die? Real quick, did your dad, did uh, John Lithgow die in that movie? I forget. Oh, yeah. Uh, me, James Franco, my mm-hmm. dad, John Lithgow in that movie. He died a horrible death of Alzheimer's and uh, cool. the, the plague. The, the plague I may or may not have started. No, the plague that literally I started, Caesar. Was that it? Me. That's right. By giving my dad that drug, it killed the planet. By not, like, waiting a fucking year. Yeah. All I had to do was wait for FDA to approve it. uh, If I ever meet James Franco in real life, I would, like, throw something at him. Soft, non-lethal, non-hurdy. Just like, Mm -hmm. thanks for causing the ape plague, you jackass. Yeah, well, uh, just to complete this joke, would you throw his uh, waifu pillow from 30 Rock? Ooh. That's very good. To to Vegeta's uh, kind of re- realization at the end of this fight, murder, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, a further. He says, I think under his breath or to himself, he says, he vows that Frieza will d- be defeated by a Saiyan, by a Saiyan. And then it mm. cuts to Goku doing 10,000 push-ups and 20 times Earth gravity. So... A little when when I uh, look, we talked about Chekhov a little bit, Chekhov's title, and then I I said foreshadowing, and now we've hit all the keywords for you to pass that book report. <laughs> well, my so my announcer, I might be misremembering, but the announcer says the time when these two will face each other again is growing near, and I'm like, no, it isn't. <laughs> they don't ever face each other again. Yeah, I don't think they ever fight to the death ever again. Oh, well, no, Boo Saga. But even there, there's a caveat. It's... Caveati, yadi, 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 yadi. <laughs> growing near, I guess, is relative. Every Everything's growing near. All the announcer has to say was, truth but oops. <laughs> <laughs> truth but whoops. Did I say whoops oops or truth. whoops? Whoops all truth. <laughs> whoops all true. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's the end of the episode. Uh, very fun episode. A lot happened. I think you said it at the top. A lot happened, but nothing happened. I, I like seeing Vegeta put Dodoria in a in a in a. I, I think I think it's called like a surfboard press, some wrestling move where he's got pulling his hands back. Oh yeah, that was highlight fun. there. I'm enjoying how the the two stories like there's the Krillin Gohan Bulma crew storyline. And the Vegeta stuff is, like, intersecting at the people that Vegeta is killing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, the intersection of their two paths, are, I think, are finally going to come together soon. And that, that's going to be exciting. And this form of Vegeta, this, like, vengeful, cunning... I've said it before. I, I'm liking Vegeta, Namekian Vegeta. 
this Namekian Vegeta is good. It's good for the soul. This is a Vegeta we fell in love with. Oh, yeah. This is a little short, spiky-haired jerk that everybody loved. We got some email. Ooh. So the first one is from a someone who has never written in before, and I believe a new listener. This is from Malik, and they write, <sighs> Hi, guys. I just discovered your podcast. Happy New Year. Gotta say, I'm liking it so far. Not not loving? Okay. I, I get it. It's early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're new in this relationship with Malik. Let, uh, let's feel it out. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I got ex- I, I always I always do this. I get excited when we get a new listener. I want them to immediately send in one minute roundups, and I, I know I need to give them space. Right, right, right. They continue. In his debut, Oolong was only nine, three years younger than Goku. That would explain why the girls he kidnapped were so short in universe. But then again, it's where that Bulma was never caught out on being a manipulator. And I, I, if I'm remembering, this is years ago. Not even in the teens of Dragon Ball yet. Yeah, I think we're still, we're, we may have been a single episode off of double digits at that point. Yeah, it's, yeah. Oolong's first appearance, he can't have a bunch of girls. He's gross and he sucks. Also, also a nine-year-old. That's, I don't know if that makes it better or worse. I think it makes it worse because a nine-year-old has, in this world also understands the concept of like... Because he was uh, trying to get a wife. Yeah, he was, he was romantically manipulating people, luring them, mm-hmm. I would say, it, with like the promise of a suave older man, you know? Like he, he knows what... He knew what women want. Tid, I guess. I don't know. I don't want to dissect this too much because Oolong's a gross pervert yeah. who wished for panties to save the world. Oh, Dragon Ball, what have you done? <laughs> we we're, we thought, just when we think we're out, Malik pulls us back in to rehash these old gross episodes <laughs> that we didn't uh, like covering at the time. But yeah, I mean, that's, hey, it's still research, baby. We, and we need it. We appreciate it, Malik. And finally, they write, also, my theory is that Garlic Jr. and Emperor Pilaf are both cousins. What? Who's from Brooklyn? (laughs) Well, of course, Cousin Shu. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm from Brooklyn. I'm I'm the only one who's really from here. You're all transplants. Where was Ghost Dog the way of the samurai? Was, was he from, I don't know if he was in Queens or or Brooklyn or the Bronx. Ghost Dog. Uh, starring Forrest Whitaker as a samurai hitman. Hold on, Aaron. I have to write, I'm literally grabbing a pen and writing that down because I've never seen. Oh, this movie, this oh, first. Ghost Dog rules. Noah's out there flipping shit. His Ghost Dog senses are tingling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ghost Dog. Sorry, listeners, I'm literally writing this down. Yeah, it's it's just, it's Jim Jarmusch. Music by the RZA. Okay, yeah. Mm. I mean, I love Jingle Jangle. Forrest Whitaker's in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think similar. They could they could do a double feature together. So is this like the, this is a prequel to Jeronicus Jangle's story? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's his name, is Jeronicus. No, it. <laughs> it is. It's a bad film. I could get distracted by Forrest Whitaker all day, but we have to close out and say thank you, Malik, uh, for writing to us. Enjoy hearing this in like a few years. I know. (laughs) The thrilling conclusion to Malik's question. (laughs) 
Next years on Kame House Party. And you know, Master Researcher Nick didn't just send in a one-minute roundup. They they've got some I don't know about research, but they got some talk about horny Goku. Oh no. Cause it won't die. I don't like this hole we dug for ourselves. His horny hole? Mm-hmm. Oh. Black. <laughs> yeah, you should you should uh, break yourself down for that one. Yeah, I should. I, <laughs> I feel bad. My jokes are bad, and I should feel bad. Toy <laughs> style. Well, here, okay. Redemption coming up because Nick writes. I would like to remind the court, i.e.s., that before we entered recess, the defendant essentially conceding the case of Goku v. Horny in a sixty-five thirty-five landslide in my favor. And while the quote Saiyans are horny only in peacetime theory sounds solid on paper. Vegeta and Goku conceived more children one day before the androids arrived and within the 10 days before the Cell Games, points in time when there were no promise of peace on site. So that's some shaky ground you're standing on. Plus, for years, the Saiyans would have their babies placed in high-tech incubators, according to the Broly movie. So who's to say that Saiyans even have the instincts for sex anymore? Therefore, I wish to give my two cents on how we as a society could have definitive proof of Goku being horny. And there are four bullet points here. We actually see Goku falling off the Nimbus due to impure thoughts. I I semi-agree to that because he can be Mm -hmm, be mm -hmm. thinking about thieving. There's lots of impure. Impure doesn't just mean the horniness. That's fine. I I want to hear the rest of these points before I weigh in. Okay. Two. He has a nosebleed so severe he sprays all over the invisible man from Baba's palace. <laughs> Three, the promise of getting lucky improves his martial arts training. Four, when he sees a hot sane woman like Kalifla, he starts drooling, imagining her seductively eating strawberries in an open field like Dragon Ball Evolution. Keep fighting, Master Researcher. Nick. If I may have the floor, your honor, I may be just a simple hyper chicken. But I concede that my opponent has come up with some very good criteria for identifying whether or not this here Goku is in fact horny. Now, I believe that Goku may be able, given his extensive mental training, He may have shunted the horny side of his being into deep into his amygdala. And thus, horny has been suppressed and only emerges during times of far fewer distractions than when the world is in fact in crisis. And so, to the points that my opponent has said, the Saiyans had conceived many more children in times just before battle, I suggest that you restate that as in peacetime, the calm before the storm. Thus, my argument stands firm in the face of your opposition and your defamation of Goku's horny character, trying to erase it completely from history. Where will you be? When this court agrees that Goku is in fact horny, will you be a denier, a horny denier, or a horny supplier? (laughs) 
I rest my case. Thank Man. you for snapping, Jory. That yeah, that was so good. The jazz club across the street <laughs> got into it. Jazz band loved it. <laughs> I will. All I will say for now is that maybe we talk more about it uh, on a different podcast here shortly in the future. Maybe we go to the circuit courts for a uh, definitive answer. Mm-hmm. We 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 meet with some consultants, perhaps. Maybe we try this in appellate court first. But Nick, as always, thank you so much for writing in. And again, for the one minute roundup. Yeah, um, MVP of the episode goes to Nick. Yeah, sorry, Zarbon. We we know your we know your spouse died, but uh, you know you didn't get the game ball today, yeah, buddy. You you didn't write the email. Sorry. Yeah, if only Zarbon wrote emails. <laughs> um, if but it, if you want to be like Nick and not like Zarbon, then you gotta you can write to us at kamehousepartypod at gmail dot com. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we we talked about this on our Facebook page before. Vince and I don't use Facebook, and the algorithm on Facebook for like pages like that are bad unless you give them money. So starting this year, we're not going to, we won't be updating the Facebook page. So if you're on Facebook and that's how you sort of get the updates, I'm sorry, um, it's just more of a hassle for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can still find us on Twitter, Instagram. I mean, just the pot. You're still getting pod, baby, every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And of course, we are still streaming on twitch.tv slash Kame House Party every Thursday night, 8 p.m. Uh, we have a very special thing this week. Um, you'll, you'll see. Ooh, you'll see. Thanks again to everybody who wrote in. Malik, Nick, we love your contributions. Malik, welcome to the show. You're now part of this weird collective. Uh, I hope you're ready. <laughs> Hang out on the Discord, the unofficial Comedy House Party Discord. And no matter what you got going on in 2021, if you are trying to do 10,001 push-ups in 20 times gravity, or you're thinking of sick burns when you meet Zarbon, you got to keep... Bye.